I actually talked to an agent the other day who said that he does not want to do open houses. He refuses to do them. I understand why it's a lot of work and very little reward. But right now is the time to do that. And like you were saying, one to two open houses a week. People are doing like one a month, one every other week. I would actually step it up to like four to six a week. If you're full-time real estate, yeah, you are. your focus is meeting people. What's up, everybody? It's Andrew Vost and Iris Burton bringing you Success Direct Podcast, where we talk about real estate, we talk about some business stuff, trendy things that's happening in the market, bring our successful friends on here. And sometimes we just go on rants and talk shit. And that's cool because it's our podcast. We can do whatever we want. Um, if you think this can provide some value, please like, share, comment. Uh, if you create a meme of us, just tag us because I'm a social media hope. So Hope. Ho. 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 <laughs> I know. I know what you said. Today we are going to talk about, we actually got this topic from a lady that's sitting right across from us, um, how to build relationships faster to take that 12-month time frame t- and condense it down to like four to six months. Yeah. And- so we did a video, um, I think it posted this morning actually, how to get your first 10 deals mm-hmm. within the first 12 months. So watch that first and then you can come watch this one. Yeah. Especially now with the economy being where it's at. And um, that's a big part of it, right? So if you look at a year after I started real estate, COVID kicked off. That was the most money I've ever made. Well, first, it was my second year in real estate, made like $400,000. I was like, oh, that's cool. Second year, like 500 plus. And then it's just been like that every year. Um, so what did you do? What did you do to get there? Well, so COVID, you could walk into a restaurant and your spidey senses went off and nine people at a table were all talking about buying a house and there was no skill involved. Well, in what I think happened, and this is a lot of real estate agents fault. This is a lot of economies fault. It's, we can point the blame really we're the professionals in the industry. So what should have happened is we should have slowed the market down. Instead of encouraging our buyers to take offers in 24 to 72 hours, we should encourage them to do the 96 rule. Let's go through the weekend. Let's allow ourselves to do open houses, to do the fundamentals, to door knock, to go create those relationships as fast as possible. And instead of just trying to quit, make a buck, make a buck. Because if you look at a lot of realtors right now, that had no financial intelligence, they're all hurting now because they spent all that money that they made. Yeah, they bought new houses and new cars. So, yeah, so if you took the time and allowed yourself to slow down and to have patience and just say, okay, what's the fastest way to build relationships? Well, in my opinion, like I saw, I was on Instagram. If she sees this, she'll probably know I'm talking shit, but... It's all right. I saw that she said she recommends her clients and her team not to do open houses. Oh, yeah. And I was, I about lost my shit. I was like, open houses is like the fundamental thing of real estate. Door knocking, open houses, phone calls. And you're basically doing a disservice to your client and your agents by not teaching them the basics on how to do that stuff. Yeah. Um, and got into it with her <laughs> on Instagram. That's what I do once in a while. Uh, and then I like step out like a ninja, <laughs> like, like I'll see a bunch so of comments now. I, so okay. a lot of people are saying now that we are getting back to the basics. Like you said, yeah. when I was doing open houses, I never got any leads from any open house, but now that things are slowing down and people actually have time to go to an open house, 
there there's a lot of unrepresented buyers and we talked about this in our last video because they're going they, sometimes they just don't want an agent in their business or harassing them to buy so they'll go out by themselves and they're finding that information on Zillow and then they're going to these open houses unrepresented so I actually talked to an agent the other day who said that he does not want to do open houses he refuses to do them I understand why it's a lot of work and very little reward uh, but right now is the time to do that. And like you were saying, um, one to two open houses a week. People are doing like one a month, one every other week. I weekend. would actually step it up to like four to six a week. If you're full-time real estate, yeah, you are your focus is meeting people yeah. as fast as possible. Whether they're represented or not, I'm not saying sign cross, break any rules. I'm not saying that, but you never know what's going to happen. Right. Right. They could get pissed off because people are like, okay, like I'm used to people going under contract in 30 days, closing in 60, like got a paycheck in 60 days. Well, that's not, I was having a conversation with the number one agent in Ohio the other day. She's at a different company, but we're really good friends. And I was like, Hey, just, I reach out to my friends that are super successful and just ask their opinion. Like, what do you think? She's like, Oh, honey, this is so fun. I've been through this already. She's like an Olympic uh, runner. Uh, she competed in Olympics and all that. She's crazy, uh, like crazy good. Um, and she's like, oh, I love these type of markets. 40% of realtors will be gone. Um, I already know what to do. I'm just going to double down and be patient. And most mm -hmm. people won't be able to weather the storm no. for six to 12 months to get a paycheck. So you're, instead of showing a buyer five houses, you're going to have to show them 100, right? Yeah. And it's just like... And that's not to discourage anybody. I mean, she when I, she said that to me, I didn't get discouraged. I was got, I got excited. I'm like, all right, cool. So I just need to weather the storm, right? Yeah. Well, and just grind and work, work like so. When you're at your open houses, uh, bring your laptop, like you were saying, organize your CRM. Um, just start calling people because that's what you're gonna have to do in this market is is be face to face. Because even with my YouTube leads, they're not like it was last year. Like last year, it was like. You know, I mean, I am getting a ton of leads still, but they they meet with the lender and then they're like, and then they ghost me. Yeah. Well, it's also <laughs> like, like I can't do that payment. Like it's it's an educate. Well, that that part with the lender, the lender and the realtor really both have to be good and they have to be in sync on their conversations with people. Yeah. And convincing someone to get a interest rate versus what they're looking for on monthly payment is a two entirely different conversation. So instead of us talking about interest rate, we don't even talk about interest rate. We talk about where do you want your monthly payment to be? Okay. You want it to be at 2,500. Great. Now we can work backwards from that. When you talk with the lender, now we're not focused on rate. People focus on rate and it scares the shit out of the buyer because they don't understand what's going on. And most realtors, in my opinion, and a lot of lenders, newer, they don't know how to have those conversations. They don't know how to sell. So they're just so used to like that microwave, like, oh my God, yeah. whoo, whoo, turn and burn, right? That transactional relationship versus that like genuine one. So once we stop and we slow everybody down and we are very intentional with it. So if I was going to like go out and build relationships as fast as possible, I would do a thousand calls to get my feet wet. First 30 days, I would block off eight to 10 hours for that day, and I'd just make a 1,000 calls on a mm -hmm. dialer. Doesn't matter if you suck. Doesn't matter. First 200, you're going to be awkward as shit. You're not going to even know it's you're like, ugh. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, can I get your email? They're like, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But after like 201, 
then you're you're just getting in your rhythm. You're becoming there's um four phases that the mind goes through, right? Consciously incompetent, consci- consciously competent, all those, yeah. right? So as you're going through it, you're you're basically going from phase one to phase four. You're going to be consciously competent on what objections you're going to have to deal with, right? And what objections are being thrown at you. Most of the objections you get in sales are your objection. It's because you're teeing that objection up yeah, for them to object. So if you deal with those objections by... Like you're not going to say, oh, I know, I know interest rates are high. I know prices are high. You're not going to say that shit. You're not going to call the, like the huge elephant out in the room, but you're going to do it like subtly like, Hey, like when people ask me, um, I know we all, we're all realtors in this room. How's the market? And people say, uh, or it's it's like, it's good. Or it's like, they give them like one word answers. Well, I ask them, what do they mean? Are they looking to buy, sell, invest? Like, because it's going to gear our whole conversation. Are they looking at it from a mortgage standpoint? Because I have a mortgage company too. So I'm like, okay, so like what what avenue are we talking about? Now you're becoming an expert. Now the conversation is completely different. But what I would do is I would just do those 1,000 calls, get my feet wet, right? Because it takes 10,000 reps to become a master, right? You're 10, 10% of the way there. And then I would set up four to six open houses a week if you were full-time. If not... Um, I would just try to do as many as possible. And then I would create flyers and I would, I wouldn't waste my money on postcards immediately. I would start doing postcard marketing probably when I had expendable income, probably about two to 2000 to $2,500 a month because postcard marketing is expensive. It works, but really it only works if you're selling that neighborhood and farming that neighborhood. One right. neighborhood, not just like randomly. Yeah. yeah it's not just going to blast it yeah. out to people. Um, and I would just, I would hyper, I would hyper focus on sellers. Here's what happens. Buyers pay the bills. Sellers created a career. They create a business that doesn't go away. Right. Buyers, you're just turning, turning, burning. I don't look at them like that, but that's what it is in business. Right. Like I look at everyone as a relationship, but let's be real. You're as soon as a buyer closes, you're like, okay, need a next buyer, next buyer, put food on the table. Right. So with the sellers, you have an opportunity to get buyers and sellers from that. So like as soon as I got my first listing, so on every listing, this is what we do. 3D, uh, Zillow tour, floor plan. Uh, I do a agent introductory to the house as well. We basically, I spend like $700 on each listing. And whether it's land or a million dollar house, right? Like everybody gets the same treatment. And yeah, man. I may take an L or a loss on the, on the land, but everybody, they're going to see my shit, right? Yeah. Like that's the goal is that Are you guys running ads to your listings too. At this point, I don't need to run ads. I just put them on our team, YouTube, my personal YouTube, uh, Instagram, and I get enough views there that it's like, yeah. okay. I mean, I could well, probably you have a lot of like a normal person. <laughs> they, yeah. I run ads to mine yeah, because you... I need to get the eyes on it. I would do YouTube ads if I was going to do anything, right? Because if you can get that under that what? on a different channel, don't do your YouTube ads on this. Yeah, same don't channel. listen to me on YouTube. <laughs> but um, I mean, I would even run ads on Tinder. I'd run ads on Snapchat. I would run ads everywhere. Reddit. Yeah. I'm currently running an ad on Reddit because nobody's on Reddit. Yeah, even I the- see your posts all the time on Reddit because I follow it for like some trading stuff. Yeah, and I would focus on listings because listings are king in every market. But here's what I wouldn't do. I wouldn't go to my seller. List for one, I would take every listing. I don't care if they they fought me on price or not, right? I would have a game plan and I would negotiate with them like, "Hey, if we're not getting 
if we're not getting any movement in like two to three weeks, how notice how I said two to three weeks, not two to three well, days? No, <laughs> I I actually wait until the average days on market passes, then I reduce the price. I do not wait not one day sooner. However you're going to structure it, just make sure you're setting expectations yeah. with your seller, right? Because yeah. if you're going in there and they're running the show, my buyers, none of my buyers and none of my sellers run run my business. I run my business and they have an expectation. What they see is what they get. I'll never lie to them. I'll always tell them the truth. I won't just take their listing just to take it. Now, if they want to sell it over price, they're going to have the data from me saying that I didn't want to list it for that price, right? But I will list it because here's why. I will do open houses. Our agents will do open houses. We'll do marketing and I'll take the buyers and other listings off it. Right. And those buyers and those listings are probably going to listen to me. Right. Like one out of 10 sellers is going to listen to you probably. Um, if you're really good, it's like half a percent. I don't know if I'm really good yet. <laughs> so like it's, it's, it's all about like relationships. So how I built my business, like from the ground up here while working a government job is I joined something I was passionate about kickball. So it got me around other realtors. It got me around the campfire. The more you stay around the campfire, the less you're going to quit, the less you're going to have self-doubt, less all this, like all that shit everybody's feeling. Everybody's like, oh, look at Andrew. He's still selling a bunch. Of I'm dealing with the same shit everybody else is. Like, I, it just looks like a nice little package on the yeah. outside, right? So like everybody's dealing with the same thing. I had a buddy, we were all playing chess in my house the other day. And I was like, hey, how's your business going? And he gave me some answer. Oh, it's still rocking, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, but I see less of your posts of under contract and sold, right? So I, I'm aware, right? But here's the deal. Him saying that is good. Him, It's him telling me that his business is good is bit better than him telling me his business is shit because what you say, right, right. self-talk, right? Yeah. So I rather have got that. But in my head, I was like, Man, I know it's a little bit lower. Yeah, right? and it's okay. It, I was fine. watching um, Alex Hermosi just put out a video, and he was talking about how to get your first six clients or something like that. And he said, just get your phone. Everybody that you know, even if it's your hairdresser, the person who fixed your fence last week, get everybody in one CRM and then just start calling them, every single person, and just saying, hey, how are you doing? Just wanted to see if you know you needed any help or know anything. About you didn't point your watch at me this time. Um, yeah. So anyways, just call everybody, build connections, build relationships. I'm still big on content marketing because 500 people watched my videos in the last 48 hours. And, um, I got my cal people just book my calendar out of nowhere. I'm like, okay, cool. So that's all for today. Yeah. Andrew has if to you, go. If you don't ask, you won't you receive. Won't get, yeah. Right. So like ask your friends and family. People are like, so at. Uh, I just want to say this one thing. People are so afraid to ask yeah. their friends and family for referrals or to tell them that they're a realtor nine times. I passed out like 3,000 cards in about 12 months. And a lot of people would be like, you already gave me one. I said, take another one. Yeah, give it to your friend. Yeah. You just have to not care about what people think about you because this is your business, your life, your kids' future, your vacations. And, yeah, cause and most you sincerely want to help, obviously, but... Yeah, and most of your friends and family are haters. Whether they say it or not, they're like sitting in the corner waiting for you to fucking fail. And that's the sad thing about it. You'll you'll actually have strangers rooting for you yeah. more than your friends and family. Because if I would have told my friends and family, oh, I'm going to law school, my mom would have been like, fuck yeah. I told her I was going to the military. She was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, or that I'm starting a new business or like... 
she if whenever I tell her I'm starting a new business, she just rolls her eyes. But like if I was going to medical school, right? Like, I'm getting e- another degree inside this degree. Yeah, even though I I have some proven success, it still happens. Yeah. So you just yeah, like you said, you just gotta gotta not give a fuck because the only people that's gonna promote you is you. Yeah. And the only people that's gonna pay the bills is you. Cool. All right. So thanks for. Watching Success Drives podcast. End it right there. Uh, if you think this could provide some value, like, share, comment. Um, I got to roll. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye.